Amen. Today's reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, starting in uh, chapter 9, verses 28 through 36. And it reads, Now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighted down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, uh, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, uh, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my Son, my Chosen. Listen to Him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent, and in those days told no one of any of these things they had seen. The word of God for the people of God. Lord, help us because we need it. In Jesus' name, amen. It is funny, as my wife and I celebrated 15 years this this past week, um, we sat down and began to talk about some really interesting details of our relationship as we had walked through all of this time. Um, We've been married for 15, we've been together for close to 20, and and what we found was it was uh, in those times where we ignored the smaller details and we saw each other's mouths move, but didn't necessarily hear the words that were coming from them, that that began to cause uh, some some issues that we had to work through as standard relationships, right? Y'all going to leave me by myself. That's standard relationships, right? All right. And, and so what, what we also realized, it is in those times where uh, we realize that our experiences have left us broken, our experiences have caused some traumas, our experiences throughout the course of life, even before one another, have, 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 have caused us to see and think things a certain way, and without us opening our eyes and our ears and being willing to see and hear something different, we, 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 we often would bump heads, but because God is God, and we are able to hear one another, and we are able to have these types of discussions, uh, thankfully we miss fewer and fewer details. Gratefully, we are able to, to love each other the way that each other wants to be loved. We, we are able to hear uh, what the other is saying and see the holes and the gaps and ask for clarification to fill them. We, we have learned that in, in those types of environments where we are able to, to truly hear one another, to truly listen to one another, to truly uh, look and seek after one another, our, our relationship becomes more and more whole. All my married people said amen. I find it funny 
that, that this, this simple principle that often we overlook in our interpersonal relationships, in our romantic relationships, uh, quite frankly, are, are not new occurrences in this earth. They, 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 it, it, it has, people have been missing details for a very, 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 very long time. And quite frankly, in reading this portion of Scripture, I find it funny that the disciples are missing certain details. They have walked with Jesus. They have seen Him heal the sick. Jesus has empowered them to go and do great miracles. They have had all of these conversations. Jesus has given them these parables. He has... He has shown them uh, firsthand all the things that God has, has brought to them, and yet they still miss the details. The Scripture says that, that Jesus took John, James, and Peter to the mountain for the purposes of prayer. No doubt He said, let's go to the mountain to pray. And then we find just a few words down that they are sleeping instead of praying. The details. Sleep in this particular portion of Scripture is, is counterintuitive to the, the watching and praying that, that Jesus is asking them to do. And so in, in them sleeping and then being woken up, uh, they miss the, the detail that, that Jesus himself said, come with me for the purpose of prayer. But when they woke up, they realized that Jesus was not by himself. He was standing there with Elijah and Moses and they were amazed because they saw this, 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 this congregation of people that, that, that were talking one to another, but they yet missed another detail because just a few passages back, just a few, uh, uh, just some time back in their case, because they weren't reading this with us, uh, he asked them, who do people say I am? And Moses and Elijah may have made that list, and now all the, he said, "So who do you say I am?" And they said, "I believe you to be the son of the God, a son of God." And, and, and in that moment, there is confirmation of the revelation that Peter got. But in that moment, I don't think Peter realized or connected those dots. It, it, it said that that Jesus' uh, face began to, to to change, and his garments begin to to glow. And, and, and realistically, that, that was also a confirmation of his, his deity, of his divine purpose, of God placing them there for him. The scripture says in verse 27, Truly I tell you that there are some standing here, he's talking to the twelve, who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. And all of a sudden, uh, Peter, John, and James have seen a taste of glory, a, a glimpse of the kingdom, a glimpse of what God had intended. It was a confirmation of the, the, the very thing that was just spoken to them not too long ago, and I don't quite think they got it. Jesus was standing there with James and John and Peter and, and they, uh, uh, Peter, James and John were standing there watching Jesus stand with Elijah and Moses and talk about what will be accomplished. And then afterwards, uh, they say, well, we need to, to build some booths here. And Jesus says, but if you would have heard what we were talking about, if you would have realized what we were really trying to do, you would realize that we cannot stop here. There is still yet a journey ahead of us. I must go to the cross. 
They wanted to build booths thinking that, that this was the fulfillment of the Feast of Booths or Tabernacles, and we need to commemorate this, but there was still yet work to do. You see, they were missing the small details. And then all of a sudden, there's this cloud that says, This is my son. This is my chosen. Listen to him. I don't think God yelled. But, but that, that, that's how I see it. Because in, in all of my ripping and running throughout life, and all of my ripping and running and missing details, and all my ripping and running and not listening, I can remember those times where my mom would say, Boy, wake up and listen to me. We have confirmed, you have just witnessed the, the confirmation of prophecy. You have just witnessed the confirmation of words spoken over you. You have just witnessed the fact that, that, that Jesus is exactly who you said that, that he is. And, and even more, you have just witnessed the fact that there is a cross, a very real salvation that is coming for you. You have just realized and witnessed the fact that the kingdom of God, this, 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 this thing that Jesus has been talking about, that this God that has empowered you to do all these things is very real and in this moment is very near and you want to stop, listen to him. This portion of scripture hits me really hard because I think that we get so wrapped up in the things around us, the distractions, the, the pain, the joys, the sorrows, the, the people, the wants, the, the, the needs, that, that we often get to a place where we simply forget to listen to God. God has, has promised us some things and showed us glimpses of those things, and we have overlooked them trying to run towards goals that we have instead of running after the purposes that God has for us. And he is saying, listen to him. We, we, have, we have seen uh, the, the hand of God in our lives and in the lives of those that are around us. We have, we have witnessed his goodness and his mercy and his grace. And, and yet, when, when trouble comes, we retreat into this place of woe is me. And God is saying, listen to him. Jesus has promised that, that God has promised that, that, that he would never leave us nor forsake us. That his, his words are yea and amen. But we fall into doubt and God is saying, listen. We have great success. We have great breakthrough. And we want to stand and stay in that place forever. And God is saying, there is still yet work to do. I need you to hear me, listen, and move forward. It is in this portion of Scripture that God has so eloquently uh, told me, if he hasn't told you, listen to me. I would argue that there have been points in your life where God has done things that you never thought could be done. Am I right? Am I right? 
There are times in our lives where it seems like we were at the very end of our rope and all of a sudden the rope grew. How how did that happen? Am I right? That there are times where if we would have seen something sooner, we would have done something different. Am I right? The issue is that we sometimes allow our emotions, our experiences, our joys, our sorrows, our, our hurts, the people around us, the voices in our head to, to take us out of the place of hearing God in the first place. And the scripture, Jesus says, let's go to the mountain to pray. I say, when you wake up, we, we need to go into prayer. Why? Because it, it, it has been shown time and time again in the scripture, especially when you look at Jesus, when he would go to pray and Elijah, when he would pray and Moses, when he would pray that in that place of prayer, God met them there. There was a peace that, that could not be described. There was a, a strength that, that seemed almost impossible. There was direction in the midst of chaos. It is in this place of prayer that, that God begins to speak in mighty ways. But like the disciples, we often go to that time of prayer still yet asleep. And when we shake ourselves, when we come, come, come into this uh, 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 wokeness, as the, the young people would say, we see glimpses and pieces, but we don't necessarily connect the dots. Our brokenness won't let us connect the dots. But who, uh, who enables us to be able to connect the dots? Who is the only source of strength that can connect the dots? Who, uh, uh can, can, can take our broken pieces and make them whole? Who is that? Jesus. It is Jesus that that not only fills the gaps, but puts us back on the potter's wheel and makes this broken vessel once again whole. It is Jesus that can come into our lives and, and see all that is there and know where we should go. And if we would tap into the source that is God, that is Jesus, that is the Holy Spirit, we can take this journey that, that I believe that Jesus had in mind when he was talking to Elijah and talking to Moses about the cross. It is the cross, the cross, as the songwriter said, where I first saw the light and where my burdens washed away. It is that, that, that cross, that, that place that, that I received my salvation, that I received my promise, that I received my hope, that I received my God. And quite honestly, people of God, it is that place that we should want to run to in the midst of everything that we may, may encounter. It is that place that we should want to run to in spite of even the great victories that we have. We should not want to build booths and, and, and stay in this place, but we should know that there is something bigger ahead if we would just follow the direction of the Holy Spirit and listen to Him. I'm not sure how this is going to fit, but I feel inclined to share it, and so we're going to see what God does. Amen. There was a, a gentleman that, that, that I once knew. He was an older gentleman, and, and quite frankly, I am, I am somewhat ashamed to say that I was quite disrespectful to him as a youth, 17, 18 years old. I'm sorry, Mama. I apologize. 
And, and I felt like I knew everything that I needed to know in, in this situation that I was walking into. And I felt like he was the biggest hindrance to that situation. And I felt like he didn't understand and he didn't know me and he wasn't taking the opportunity. And so when he would speak, I wouldn't listen. And when he would tell me to do some things, I would walk away. Lord, please forgive me. There are some very real things that, that he instructed me to do that would have been greatly beneficial, but because he said it, I see you nod. I'm not by myself. Praise the Lord, everybody. But one day he stopped me and he said, look, I know you don't like me. I know you don't always understand me. And I know that throughout the course of your life, you have seen a lot of things. And, and quite frankly, I believe that you are wise beyond your years. But this is one thing you need to understand. You've been young. I have been young and I have been old. There are some things you can learn from me if you would just listen. And I said, whatever, man. <laughs> But looking back over that time, as I reflect on all those times that I was around him, I learned a lot from this man. I learned a lot about being a father. I learned a lot about being a husband. I learned a lot about being a man. And quite frankly, not all of it was good, but definitely not all of it was bad. And I, I was able to make my choice on what I would take and what I would use in order to make a, a good life for myself. But I had to focus on the details, even in the midst of what my emotions and even my heart said. How many of those conversations have we not had? And as a result of not having them, how many details have we missed? How many opportunities were right before us and we didn't grab them because we were so angry at the person, we didn't get the fact that God was asking us to give them grace? How many how many people could we have really helped and aided if we would have really embarked upon this forgiveness thing that God talks about and understand that it's not just for them, it's for us? How, how much of an impact could we have made if we realized that going to all people groups and, and spreading the gospel is more than telling them that you need to be like us, but actually hearing their voices and understanding where they're coming from, that we might be able to stand in the gap for them? How much more could we be the hands and feet of Christ if we would simply open our ears and not think we know it all and listen to him? People of God, there is no way that we will ever be all that God called us to be on our own. There is no way that we can have those, those holes in our heart healed based on our own knowledge and what we ourselves bring. There is absolutely no way that we will make the impact that has been purposed on our life, if we run by ourselves and forget all that God has told and taught us, there is no way we will get to our destination if we do not let the Holy Spirit be the guide that Jesus put uh, in our lives for such a time as this, my people, people of God, my brothers, my sisters, my, my loved ones, my family, my village. It is a time for us to realize 
that if we are going to be whole, complete, and entire, the only way that happens is in Christ Jesus. Amen. And so from this day forward, my plea to all of you and to myself is this. Let us not ignore the details of Christ in our lives. Let us not ignore the words that have been spoken, the, the scriptures that, 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 that should envelop us, the, the presence that we feel in the places of prayer. Let us not ignore all that Christ has spoken over our lives over the years. Let us not ignore the details because the details are the things we need to get where we are going. People of God, what I'm simply asking you to do is, Listen to him. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.